The whole point of Be The Person podcast was really to help people be the person they were meant to be. It brings me so much joy when I'm coaching somebody and I see them step into being that person. It could be in their career, their health, their mindset. I love to see people succeed. After doing this episode, it made me realize I want to help more people. I'm doing a special program through the end of 2023. It's pay what you can for coaching. If you're interested and you feel stuck, but finances might be an issue, pay what you can. Book a free consult on my website at bethepersonco.com and let's talk if it may be a good fit for you. I really want to help people find the best version of themselves. I've got a question for you. Who's the person you're being? Are you satisfied? It's okay. This is a judge-free zone, and it's exactly why I started the show. Welcome to Be The Person, a podcast for the brave and the curious who are ready to explore who they are fully created to be. I'm your host, Annie Randall, the adventurous one leading this investigative journey of transformation. By delving into topics and asking unexpected questions, we will discover the keys for unlocking our true potential and being our best selves today. You may be surprised by what you find when you let go of fear in order to discover the answers of becoming the person you were made to be. Welcome to Be The Person Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Randall. Today, I have a story about hope for you. It's a personal story. And I'm going to take you on a journey, really, as I'm going through it. Most people share their journey after it's complete. And I love that. But sometimes when you're in it, I mean, you're really in it for the day, it's hard to relate to. And... The challenging part is when you're in the journey, you don't know the outcome. So this is a live one. I don't know the outcome of this journey, but I hope it gives you hope today that even if you're in the midst of something challenging or you know somebody that is, there is hope. Before I go back to the beginning, let me just share what prompted this. It wasn't a podcast I had planned. It was one I decided to do this week. A couple weeks ago, I was at a physical therapy appointment and I was doing something really simple. And the PT was encouraging me to do it, saying that she could help me. And even though the exercises were really simple, they were hard and they were scary for me to do because my body just did not want to do them. And I sat up and I just started crying. The kind of crying you're embarrassed that you're doing, but you absolutely can't stop. That was the kind of crying I was doing. I wasn't expecting it. To be honest, I didn't even realize why I was crying. Other than Jeff is there with me and the PT. And it was after the appointment that I went back and analyzed, like, what in the world made me cry? And I think it was for the first time I had felt hope in a long time. 
she was telling me that it was okay. It was normal. She had a plan and she could help me get better. And that's what caused the tears was hope that I actually could because I hadn't felt that in a really long time. So let me take you back now to the beginning. Um, it all started about four years ago. We were on a family trip to Europe and it was an amazing trip. We ended in Paris and it was our last couple days. That day we were supposed to go to the Eiffel Tower. And I got up out of bed like a normal day. I felt fine. And when I got up, I fell over. And I just started to cry because it felt like I was on this massive roller coaster, teacup, just crazy carnival ride. And I didn't know what to do. And I was tried to sit up again and I couldn't sit up. I automatically felt sick to my stomach. I had to lay right back down and tried to make the world stop spinning. Luckily, Jeff was there with me and I told him what was going on. And he said, I think you have vertigo. I had heard of vertigo. In fact, my mom had vertigo. He got hit in the ear with a pickleball. And I remember her describing it. But until you've experienced what it feels like, I couldn't relate. I had no idea that that was what she was going through. So Jeff comes and says, you know, there's something we can do. It's called the Epley procedure. I don't know how to do it, but let me Google it. And so in a foreign country, not knowing what to do, not being able to get out of bed and hoping he can figure it out, um, we start. And so he has, is Googling it. I'm spinning and just laying as still as I can while he does this. And he comes back a little bit later and says, okay, I think I got it. I think it's your left ear and we can do this. You have to sit up though to start. And even that at that moment was so unbelievably scary. Of just your world is spinning out of control. We do. We sit up and I am just sick. And he does this. And you guys, I'm not one that cries a ton during pain. And it wasn't that it was painful. It was just scary is the word I can describe it because it feels like you're free falling. And I don't love carnival rides anyway, but it was an all out free fall spin when he did this. But at the end, I felt better. You lean back, you lean your head a couple different ways and wait for the spinning to go. And then you sit back up. And I was able at that point then to sit back up. I didn't feel great, but I wasn't sick to my stomach anymore. And I could sit upright. It was so strange. And one of the strangest, oddest things I've ever experienced in my life. Nothing caused it a lot of times. A concussion or trauma to your head will cause this. Nothing for me. I just got up and fell over. We go back now. They, Jeff and the kids all go to the Eiffel Tower. And they're having fun. I am back there. You have to sleep for a couple of days with your head. You have to sleep sitting up. So I'm trying to sleep because it really, it makes you exhausted. And the whole time... I'm thinking, oh my goodness, like I have a brain tumor 
probably I'm going to be dead by the time they get back. My mind is going all kinds of places. And I know it shouldn't, but that's where it went. And so it was just afraid. And it wasn't afraid of something outside. It wasn't afraid of doing something. It was afraid of being in my own body, which is something I've never experienced before. We get through the rest of the trip and it's all great. Come back home. I see an ear specialist. They do all sorts of tests on me. Everything comes back normal. They think it's just a fluke thing that an ear crystal got loose. That's typically, it can be one of the things that causes vertigo is your ear crystals. And the Apple procedure can put it back in. So at that time, I'm thinking, okay, we're good. We don't have to worry about that anymore until it happens probably six months later. Same thing of just getting up and the whole world is spinning around. Jeff does the Apple procedure on me and I'm, I'm pretty good again. But what it does is it just makes you feel off is the best way I can describe it for a little while afterwards. This goes on for quite a while. And then one time the Epley procedure doesn't work. And so now I need a steroid for what they think is an ear infection. But all of this isn't really adding up. I've never really had anything happen to my ears. It didn't feel like an earache, but it does get better, but it takes longer. Then about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, I'm hiking the Appalachian Trail with my sister. I forgot how absolutely uncomfortable sleeping in a tent was. <laughs> and at the time I was going in for hip surgery the following week. And so my hip is really hurting. We're laying on a tent and I'm tossing and turning that night. I know better with my ears, but I just didn't think about it. And I sit up the next morning to put on my shorts and the whole world starts spinning. And this is the first time it's happened since Jeff and Jeff is not with me. So I'm really, really afraid at this point. And I'm so thankful because a lot of times it was just my sister and I out camping at different spots and there's nobody else around. And it can be several miles until you can get to a point where you can access somebody else on the trail or get a ride out of the trail. And so I immediately start crying because I know I'm in trouble. It's three miles. We know it's three miles to the road. And three miles might as well have been 3,000 miles to me at that point. Because I can't set up. I can't crawl. I can't, I, I can't do anything. And we're so fortunate that we were with a little campground and there were some other people with us. And it was the only place on the Appalachian Trail we stayed there was even a bench. Because to do the Appalachian Procedure, your head has to be lower than your back. We also have cell phone service and we're able to call Jeff. Because at this point, again, your mind is going crazy. I think I know how to do the Appalachian, but if you have to do it on yourself or talk somebody else through it in the midst, I just wasn't sure I could do that. So Jeff talks my sister through it. It doesn't work right away. I'm still really sick and not sure I can make it down. 
And luckily, these other people all carried my pack because I had everything with me for the, that whole week. I have a big pack. I had walking sticks. And so after a little bit, it, it does get better. And I'm slowly able to make it down the trail, get my stuff, and get a ride out of there. I'm also lucky it happened on the very last day. We didn't get to hike our last four miles, which made me sad. But I was so thankful to make it out of there. And again, I think it was just that next little deposit of fear. Like this could happen anywhere to you. We go back and again, it it's good. Nothing, there's nothing that I know I should be doing differently. I'm thinking it's the ear crystal that gets loose and comes back. And finally, um, this summer, it happened in yoga. And I'm on my mat and I can feel it when my whole body starts to go out of control. And I luckily sit right back up and it's okay. Because I'm always afraid that I'm going to be someone that can't get up from somewhere and have to call a lot of attention to myself and be really embarrassed. And I don't want to do that. And so I'm really thankful. I get out of yoga. I call Jeff. I'm like, hey, I think I'm okay, but this is what happened. And I'm coming home right now. Um, then about two months ago, three months ago, it happened at Orange Theory. I was on the ground doing an exercise. Same thing. Felt it kind of start to spin. Automatically, I get up and I'm like, okay, I'm fine. But at that point, I know that I'm off. And I also decide I need to figure out what in the world is going on with my body. Because this isn't normal. This has been going on for years at this point. And it, it scares me because I don't know when this is going to happen. And to be honest, I don't even know what to do or who to call. So I talk to my doctor and just ask, like, what is the thing I should do? Should I get a brain MRI? Who should I see? And he says, I know a vision therapist. We've sent a lot of people there and they've had really good results. I think this is a little odd, to be honest, because... At the time, all I know is vertigo has to do with your ears. But at this point, I'm willing to try anything. So I go to the vision therapist and he tells me he's an optometrist and only treats vertigo patients and just says, you know, he was a sufferer from vertigo himself. He was in a bad car accident and vertigo basically took his life from him for quite some time of just not being able to function. And he said, I rode the teacups at Disney World. And I thought, oh my goodness, like going to the moon at this point would be easier for me than riding the teacups, I think. So I'm hopeful that he can help me. He leaves for the next month on a couple different trips, so I can't get back in to see him. But it was that glimmer of hope at that point, like, okay, there is something and he's been through this before and he can ride the teacups. So um, he said, you know, there's a special physical therapist to a group that deals just with vertigo because it has to do oftentimes with your ear, which we know about it. Then every time you have it affects your vision. 
and also your neck muscles. I had no idea. So these three things, he says, I want you to see the therapist. And he just, I go down to the therapist. I have to wait several weeks to get into her as well. And she just asked me, like, how would you describe yourself? Because from this last time of vertigo, I just don't recover the same. And it's really hard because all I can say is I'm off. Like nothing hurts on a daily basis. But I can't get up and down super easily without worrying, am I going to start to spin? So I own the Orange Theory Fitnesses. I can't do any exercises on the ground. I have to do everything sitting up or figure out an alternative, which is okay. That's what we're there for. Um, But it still makes me nervous because I don't know when I'm going to start to spin. And I don't recover. My brain doesn't recover all the way. It still feels like I'm just a little bit off and I don't know what to do about this. If I roll over in bed, not thinking of it, I'll start to spin. So I'm really, really cautious because I don't trust my body at this point. But that brings us to the PT appointment that I told you at the beginning. I see her and I'm explaining all of this and she's giving me this hope that there is a way forward that yes, I'm going to get help with my eyes. I'm going to get help with my neck for PT. My ear may never be 100% normal, but if these other two things are intact, it should make anything that happens in my ear okay. That I don't have to have vertigo my whole life and worry, can I get up and down? And what I realized in that moment was I had lost hope. And I didn't even know that I lost hope. It wasn't till gosh, I started crying and there was somebody there to like show me a way that I realized that I had lost this hope that I was going to, I just thought I'm going to feel this way forever. And it, I always, I know hope is important, but it really made me realize it at that moment. Hope is everything. So when I looked at it, it's like, gosh, that's what I want to do this podcast through is the lens of hope. Because I believe we're three things. We're made up of our health, our mindset, and our spirit. Whatever that means to you. But if one of those is off, we're off. If something's wrong with your health, like it is with me, I'm off. If something's wrong with your mindset, maybe you're having a mental health issue, maybe it's depression, whatever that looks like, same with spiritual. If you're off on a spiritual level, all three of those things affect you. And there's hope that we have, that we can make things better. But sometimes we just need somebody to show us the path forward. And so when I bring guests on, that's what I'm going to look for. Because sometimes it's brand new things that you had no idea about. Maybe you had no idea about vertigo and now you do. Um, Maybe it's just sometimes we need to get curious and ask ourselves different questions. And sometimes it's just seeing that somebody else did it. 
and it gives you hope that you can do it too. It's why I ran my first marathon. I saw Oprah run a marathon, and the next day, I wanted to go out and run a marathon. Luckily, I had a girlfriend tell me no, that we were going to train for the marathon. But about three months later, we ran our first marathon together just because I had seen Oprah do it. So sometimes you just need somebody to show you that it's possible. So someday I might ride the teacups at Disney World too. I don't know. But right now I would be happy just rolling over in bed and not feeling like I was going to spin out of control. I don't know the outcome of it on this journey, but I do have hope that it's possible. And I know some of you are going through things, probably not vertigo, but you're going through something and you need hope. Or you know somebody going through something and they need hope. And this podcast is for you to offer you hope. Like, I don't know how the story turns out, but what I do know is there's a journey forward and the world is just a brighter place when we all have hope and we can cheer each other on along the way because we're honest, we're vulnerable because right now mine's a health issue. Yours might be a mental health issue or a spiritual health issue. It doesn't matter. We all need to band together and give each other hope along the journey. If you know somebody that needs that, I hope you share this podcast today with them and I hope it encourages them and gives them hope too. Thanks for joining.